This is the Ramsey Call of the Day, part of the Ramsey Network. Joining me today is Ramsey personality, Dr. John Deloney. All right, let's start this hour off with George in Charlotte, North Carolina. Hey, George, how are you? Hey, guys, good afternoon. Thank you so much for taking my call. Sure, man. What's up? So I, I put myself in the pickle. I'm definitely very embarrassed about it, but I basically had a 2013 Buick Verano, which I uh, was driving for work and personal, and it ended up needing a new motor. Um, it was paid off, so I traded it in and got $2,000 for it. And, you know, I wanted to, I knew I didn't want to take out another car loan, um, but I ended up going to a Toyota dealership because we didn't have much cash to buy something, you know, from a friend. And so we found the 2016 Toyota Corolla for 15.5, bought the, uh, the loan, total loan came out to 17. And so um, we got it two days later, it stopped. I was at the dealership for another issue and the check engine light was on, went back to the car, uh, car didn't turn on. Obviously we were upset. I was upset and scared because of my so many issues with my previous vehicle. Um, they were trying to sell us for a car, which was, you know, kind of overpriced than what they sell it for online. And so we kind of just left the dealership. My friend told me that I can just cancel that loan and get a different car. And I foolishly went on the weekend to get a different car, much more expensive, a 2020 Toyota Camry for 26K. And now I have two loans, um, and I'm in communication with the first uh, Toyota dealership, but they have no legal obligation to let me out. And uh, I'm just trying to see what the best solution is. How old are you? I'm 32. How do you... Um, where'd you get the idea that your friend was not a brainless idiot? <laughs> Um, I, I mean, you no don't idea. call your just, friend and ask about a $15,000 loan. Your friend is not a lawyer or a judge. Yeah, he, uh, well, he purchases cars and uh, sells them, you know, overseas. And so I kind of was, you know, he said he does all the time. He buys from dealerships all the time. And so, I mean, I'm not even putting the blame on him. I made the decision at the end of the day. And, you know, I'm just trying to think how can. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm just I'm saying the process with, you used to make the bad decision was a bad process. Yeah. Thus, it yeah, led to absolutely. a bad decision, like you took advice from an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, wow. And then you upgraded your mistake. <laughs> you were like, man, yeah. I made a tough decision. Hold my own beer. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I can do another one. Man. So now you have $40,000 in car debt because your old car that was $2,000 broke. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. the end of the story. I and mean, what do you guys make? Uh, we're about, my wife is part-time, she's in school right now, and so I think she's making around 10 and I make 48.5. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you have to sell both vehicles, sir. That's what I want to do, and, and I know I'm taking a loss, and yes, I'm just sir. trying to figure out what's the best way to do it. I, I went, I met with the manager from the first vehicle, the 2016 Toyota, and you know, just, you know, kind of let him know, hey, you know, there was a few issues with purchasing that vehicle, I mean, after the purchase such as, like I said, check engine light, car doesn't stop. I mean, I was at the dealership. It didn't start right in front of the dealership. And then the sales agent, um, you know, stopped working the other day after for some reason. So, I mean, I feel like I have a few kind of grievances that I can um, bring to the table to try to get out of this thing. And I'm supposed to meet with the general manager to, like maybe this week sometime. What, they're, what, what, they're, what the GM's probably going to do is offer to fix the car, and they're going to do mm -hmm. just enough to get that light off and say, yeah. go about your way. Right. So yeah, and then you sell it, and then you sell the other one, and you right. get your two thousand dollar car. Yeah. So with the with the 
He's not going to do it. 2020. Hey, listen. I want sell the cars. Sell the cars. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I guess that's my question. Since since they're both on a loan, like how would I? You're going to take a bath, and you're going to sell your loan, and you're going to go from forty thousand dollars of debt to seven thousand dollars of debt. Yeah, you're going to have to run down to the credit union and borrow the difference and borrow the 2000 to get your little Peter car to get driving around. Or maybe you could put them up on Facebook Marketplace and sell them for exactly what you owe on them. You might. You might get out of them for what you owe on them, but I doubt it. It sounds like you specialized in overpaying as well. Um, the um, So here's the thing, man. I'm sorry you've gone through this. Yeah. Um, you have accurately identified the problem, and he's the guy in your mirror. I've done stupid stuff, too, so I'm not just picking on you, but... Um, when I do something, when I have done something like this, um, uh, uh, and I have to write a check for my stupidity, I call it stupid tax. And so you're mm-hmm. probably, whatever you're upside down on these cars, whatever amount you have to borrow to get rid of these two cars is the amount of your stupid tax because you got very emotional and very frustrated First, at the $2,000 car breaking, and then the one you just bought, you were pissed off and scared and felt inept and whatever else. And so then you go buy a $26,000 car because the check engine light goes on. Um, And, you know, uh, uh, you've got to get rid of these cars, George, for several reasons. Number one, they were dumb purchases. Number two, keeping them is even dumber. And number three, son, every time you pay this payment, you're going to feel dumb. Yeah. And George, this this really quickly over a weekend established a pattern where you get frustrated with something and you go make a rash choice. And then you get frustrated with that rash choice. And my guess is we can look at your life, your relationships, your work performance, and this is a pattern. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to start catching yourself. When you get frustrated, when you get mad, when your heart starts beating, you start clenching your fist, your hands start getting a little bit clammy, whatever happens with you pause call somebody get a friend that you say hey when i get out of control i do stupid stuff like buy two cars in the same weekend by the way it's a camry and a corolla like it's not like these are dream cars you just uh yeah you got scared man so have a buddy that you call reach out to and let's pause this behavior so we can start catching ourselves before we do something dumb again when i did one like this a guy gave me a scripture and i'll give it to you proverb says he who is impulsive exalts folly and my friend explained to me that the word folly is a verb that means a fool in action. When you are impulsive, you are a fool in action. When I am impulsive, I am a fool in action. And that's what got you here, my brother. And so you're going you're gonna to write some stupid text. I'm sorry you're going through this. Yeah. And we'll help you any way we can. Thanks for tuning in to the Ramsey Call of the Day. To check out all of our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen.